Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We are here to help you get your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. And it's a great day to be a small business owner because, Mike, it is episode number 99. I know. Number I 99. I don't think I told you that. You're episode 99. Ooh. I know. And How he's exciting. speaking to our very, 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 very special guest, the one, the only, the Miss Michelle Owens. Thank you. Or maybe you. Mrs. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's Which, Mrs. You're a Mrs. She'll, she'll She's tell you about Mrs. her short, shorter husband later. He's awesome. <laughs> but an inch shorter. Yes. Our very special guest today for episode number 99. Yep. And we are pumped and stoked yep. and all of the things that come along with this milestone mm-hmm. occasion. And we're even more excited for our next episode, number 100. My, That's exciting. Her husband, Scott's been on the show. My wife is terrified. Oh. She goes, what if I say, sweetie, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Not it at takes all. a lot to bother. <laughs> it does. You, you, well, you can't pick up my mom anymore, but that was rule number yeah. one. Still pick up my mom. We're good. And now you can't make fun of Oliver, my grandson. Other than that, I could give a rat's ass what you there say. There you go. It's just not going to bother me. It is uh, not. So back to Michelle's issue. Uh, flat-footed, are you taller than Scott? Um, flat-footed, I am not taller than Scott. I am 5'6". He is 5... Well, he says he's 5'10". I think he's 5'9". Yeah, okay. Mm. Wait, can you wear in tall heels, enough heels? In to, heels, I am the same height, if not taller than him. Yeah. I bet they're red heels, aren't they? Oh, I have some red oh, heels. Oh, I bet you do. My red ones I would not wear because I would be towering over him because they're the platform and four-inch heels. So it oh, they're makes the me like shoes. six foot. Yeah. Oh, they're with crazy. some dark glasses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, with Michelle, she'll go yeah, on. Crazy. Yeah, good thing bad. Becky's not here now. <laughs> She's not probably going to listen oh, to this I'll episode. Oh, I'll say the same thing to her. She actually started listening the other day. She came oh, downstairs. She goes, I was listening. I forget which podcast you listened to, but she goes, "I was listening to your podcast the other day. That was real good." So when you get in the podcast business, Michelle, assume nobody you're blood related to listens. Oh, just okay. assume that not going to have your best friends. Mm-hmm. They'll promote all. They'll share. They're not going to listen. Oh, just that would be better for me if they don't listen anyway. No, just, you want them to listen. I just got um, a fan mail text from one of our loyal listeners yes. who said that um, he was listening to episode number 97, so two episodes ago, and he Chris said Jericho. that he has read and implemented the book Profit First and um, is super excited to talk with us about that. So nice. shout out to Mr. Scott Sams for being a loyal listener. We love and adore yep. you, and you're awesome. Yep, we both Scots are are probably our two most regular listeners, her husband, mm-hmm. Scott, and then Scott Sams with Dynamic Print Solutions, who's in our BNI group. Oh, nice. Yep. And so they are both as loyal. I don't know that everybody has listened. I think those two are the only ones that have listened to every episode other than me and you. Probably. I bet, yeah. And Drago, because he's in the other room doing the magic. Yeah, <laughs> yes. He has to listen. Yeah, he does. He has yeah. to listen. So, uh, so if you'll just read Michelle's... A uh, business card right there. Oh man! Yeah, this is That's this is a lot card. of stuff. Uh, Michelle, business development, account manager, appointment setting, virtual and onsite trainer, and sales at Greater Business Solutions. And it is not spelt greater as you would traditionally spell correct. it. It is greater like the word gray. So G A R A Y T E R. How the heck did you come up with that name? Well, we do know how to spell greater mm-hmm. as we were taught in school, but I don't actually own greater. So Teresa Engel and Tom Wasilchin, 
They are business partners, not a couple. Tom is very happily married to Vera. Um, mm. but Sounds familiar. It does sound yeah. familiar. Go ahead with your Sounds story. Sounds familiar, yeah. huh? <laughs> you know, just in that same vein. Um, but Teresa has two boys, Grayson and Carter. And she oh. said with them in her life, they made her life greater. greater. So when she and Tom were coming up for and coming up with a name for the business, yep. absolutely. And so it just it really resonates with me because it really shows you where their their values are. I love a good name story. That is awesome. Yes, Trinity ma'am. is the queen of puns and cool headlines and nicknames. So, yes. Yeah, so if you ever run into a you know what, just having that writer's block, just shout her. You yeah. said headlines oh she can write a cool headline for an article yeah. or a story or yeah, something like but that not yeah. headdress right Ooh, the hat lady i love that hat headdress this michelle, is my billmore yeah. hat so here's a story on me and michelle trinity and michelle just met michelle and yes. i go back two months maybe two months we're covid friends we because this is the first time we've ever been in the same place and you're taller than i thought and you'd i be. thank you for that very much <laughs> But Michelle always wears a hat. Always. Oh, she's got six hats behind her desk when she's on Zoom at all these meetings. And she can, depending on the mood in the group, you can change hats. And the other day, for the first time for me, I saw the trucker hat. The trucker hat yeah. that Mike Rice gave me from Pella Windows and Doors. I yeah. love me some but Pella. The old man was a truck driver, right? My dad was a truck driver. Yeah. He gave it up when I was five years old. And he came home one day and walked in the door. And I ran... To to the opposite end of the house screaming because I didn't know him. Yeah. I didn't recognize him. And he said, that's it. I want my kid to know me. And I he turned into notice the next day and then went to work for the for the Department of Transportation in Virginia. Wow. And that's where he retired from. Do yeah, you take that all is the some fatherly love. He was the milkman. He literally drove a milk truck. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So that was my dad. So have you always been a hat person? Because I'm not a hat person. I feel no. like I put a hat on and I look uber weird. No, I've never worn hats up until about two years ago when I got into business development with Greater. And it's interesting because everybody tries to find their niche, right? Mm-hmm. And what what's going to make you memorable, I should say. Yep. And you can remember my cobblers. You can remember different things about me. But nobody else on all these virtual networkings are wearing a hat like this. And there's a story behind the hats. Because with a small business, you end up wearing a lot of different hats. Very true. A lot of different hats. Yeah. And as you just read off, I wear a lot of hats. You do. So... I've been wearing hats for two years. So now. what's I'm I'm eyeballing this hat, and so mm-hmm. for those of you who are listening, it is a um, tan colored straw hat. It's got a really pretty um, peach ish mm-hmm. sash on it. Yeah, um, with some knitted, it's like a little flower ribbon. floral decor and a flower brooch. Yes, it's very very pretty. And I bought this from the Apex uh, Peak Fest several years ago. Oh. And this lady was making hats, and it was hot. And I forgot my sunglasses, so I bought it. Bought a hat. And so now every time I go to the Biltmore, I wear this. It's my Biltmore hat. It kind of looks like it could have been a <laughs> Biltmore hat. That's awesome. Yes, ma'am. And that's a conservative hat for you. That's a conservative. Yeah. yeah. Today, this morning, I was on another networking call, and I had my trucker hat on backwards. Mm. Yep. <laughs> 
But it is a way to get noticed. Back before I gained all of my married weight, which is what I'm calling it now. Happy weight. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks, Scott, for all of your amazing meals that you cook me. Um, He doesn't force me to eat the ice cream, though. That's all on me. Uh, But I used to always wear a blazer, and Mm -hmm. I was known as the ninja in a blazer because not many real estate agents dress formally Mm -hmm. so I always would wear skinny jeans a little top and a blazer and that was what I was known for so I think that there is a lot of power in your um appearance and making that kind of your calling card so people remember you well now when I was a realtor way back in the day as a realtor in Tallahassee and you know this from being a realtor, you, you're up against the gun to get some wood rot repairs done and yes. when you're representing the seller. And so I would call guys, my handyman, and say, all right, look, I need you to show up tomorrow at 2 o'clock and knock this, this punch list out. And they said, Michelle, we can't do it. And I said, listen, you show up with your bubbas in the truck. I will have a peach cobbler and a pound cake, and you get to pick which one you want. And so sure enough, the next day I'd pull up at my listing – there's the truck with all the bubbas, and they were standing there with their arms crossed, leaning up against the truck and said, where is it? Mm-hmm. And I would show them the pound cake or the cobbler, and they'd pick the, the pound cake every time. And they're like, all right, boys, get out. Let's go. <laughs> and it got it done. But you know you have to do Food whatever, bribery. You, whatever do it you have to do. It takes. Absolutely. All day long. I had a client today asking me if I was going to go out to the, we have some land, uh, 36 acres under contract. And there is some trash Mm. on this acreage, uh, namely a giant oil tank and some other oil tanks. And, oh, my God. I mean, stuff that's been there for probably 50 years, buried in trees. And so um, I'm going to go out there with him and traipse around and see see what we can find, what other trash treasures there are. All right. So let's stop right here. (laughs) Jeans, boots, and a hat. I need a picture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need a picture. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm definitely wearing pants. Yeah, and, yes. Um, because I'm afraid of snakes. Yes. And other critters. Well, just grass in general. You're going to walk through knee high or thigh high. Right. Stuff. And I don't yeah. want ticks. No. Because who wants ticks? Yeah. Nobody. Scott will want to check you for ticks. That's another, <laughs> that's another song. <laughs> so, boom, yeah, boom. yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So, Greater, um, tell us a little bit about what it is and how you found it. So, they inherited me. They found me. I didn't find them. Okay. They inherited me. So, we had a client who outsourced their call center to them, and I was part of the package deal. And they said, well, you know, we need to, we were told we have to. We have to bring Michelle along on this journey. We don't mm-hmm. know who she is or why we need her, but we've been told we need her. You were part of the sales package. I was part you of the sales package. If you want the business. Absolutely. <laughs> Myself and my uh, my support member, Penny. And um, so they they found me. So they we outsourced our call center. They, they took the whole call center with us because that's the business they were in. Mm-hmm. And... The rest is history. Voila. So I didn't interview with them. I didn't seek them out. They they got me as part of a package deal. And now you live in Apex. I live in Apex. And you run stuff all around the country, right? Absolutely. I service clients from East Coast to West Coast and everywhere in between. And our entire team is domestic. So if you're looking for... Um, 
you're looking for that peach cobbler and sweet tea customer service, customer service with a smile, then that's what we do. That an appointment awesome. setting. Man, that's mm-hmm. a job I would never want. What? I didn't. I appointment didn't want setting. It. Oh God, no. Oof. I never thought I'd be doing this, but it's fun, and I love what we do. I love what we do because we're able to help people. Everybody, we're 100% virtual. So everybody works from home mm-hmm. and they're able to work from home. They've got their kids at home. They have a dedicated workspace. You know, this COVID, you hear people talking about pivoting. We didn't have to pivot because we're all, we don't have a bricks and mortar. So we're able to keep our overhead down. But I love being able to equip and encourage and motivate our team and so that's part of the, the training position that I have. I just love doing that. I love helping make people, helping them, give them the tools they need to succeed in the job that they have. Absolutely. You, you've been a grader in a couple of different roles for almost 10 years now. About six. About Did six I do bad years. math? I thought because Warren looking at your LinkedIn was 10, but anyway. It feels like 10 sometimes. What has changed with regard to the what small businesses need? Mm, that's a good question. That's why I'm here. You're good at it. I have seen the need change significantly over those six years. Many times people will reach out to us in moments of frustration and they say, oh my gosh, I have this project. I need you to, I need you to just call all of my past clients and get them back in front of me. I'm working, I'm working <laughs> these, all, all these, let's just do that. And I'm like, yeah. great. How many, how many people do you have for us to call? Let's put together a little package and let's come up with some proper expectations and then let's move forward. Other people need sales. So we have a dedicated sales team and we are able to, we were able to customize our service packages, our service offerings now versus what we had three years ago are so diverse, so diverse, because we're bringing those large company services to small and medium-sized businesses. We also work with franchises, doing appointment setting, their sales, you know, um, following up with people who are inquiring about their services and who has time to follow up with, with those leads that are coming in. Or right now in the challenging times we find ourselves in, you're working with a skeleton crew and you spend so much time, energy, effort, and money to make that phone ring. You better have somebody answering the phone. Don't let it go to voicemail. So those needs are changing. They've changed over the last six months as well. Or even just running live chat on a website and managing your Facebook Messenger posts that start coming in that start driving people to take action. Why not? I thought you were going to say start driving people crazy because that's how I feel. (laughs) Well, I well you know it's it's interesting. It's an interesting um, it's an interesting. Bucket of services. You were telling a story earlier before we got started. The the thought process of a customer service rep in a call center. Mm-hmm. I can't see you, Michelle, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm Mike in Raleigh, North Carolina. But there's a skill to that, you being Michelle in the call center, isn't it? You have to have the right personality for it. You definitely have to have the right personality for it. And... Um, I never thought that I would be doing this. And my first boss in this whole industry, her name was Maura Shannon. Um, she's no longer at the company that I started with. Um, but, you know, she hired parents of a learning achievement center 
program who went through the program and had success with their own child to just tell their story. And I was like, well, I can do that. I can do that all day long. And so that's where it all started. And so your people just want to feel heard. So when people Mm -hmm. are calling in inquiring about your real estate services or your coaching services or whatever, you know, insert whatever business, they want to feel heard. They want to talk to somebody. They don't want to talk to a bot. They don't want to go through a phone tree and select Uh, different things. Punch 12. If you You want to see me ready to punch somebody in the face, then put me in a phone tree. Yeah, but it's if, awful. If it you and terrible. I are talking, how do I know you, you're paying attention to me, you care, or you're having a good day? Empathy statements and active listening. And I'll tell you, I tell my husband, who's a project manager, who has had extensive active listening training, to leave that crap at, at work. Don't bring it home. <laughs> don't, don't ask me, so what are we having for dinner? Oh, we're going to have... A casserole. Oh, so we're going to have a casserole, are we? Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but when you're <laughs> when you're in the industry that I'm in, that's an integral part. And so you have to coach people on those soft skills and helping them feel you know, you can't you can't see a smile on somebody's face, but you can but help you can them hear it. Oh, you yeah. can Absolutely. Yeah. I used to write on the boards of all my agents, smile when you dial. Yeah. Because people can definitely hear it in oh, your voice. Yeah. And well, and you know who the hardest agents are for me to train? Realtors. No. Who? The ones in the Northeast. Oh. Okay. Oh. Because I don't have to train them on the product knowledge and things. It's like, hey, don't forget empathy statements and open-ended questions and all the and so coaching them on the soft skills is what what tends to be the challenge and when i am talking to somebody on the phone which is why i have fallen absolutely madly in love with zoom because i can see you you so can I know see. when you're doing work in your email i know that but when you're on the phone yes when i ask a question or make a statement then there's that three second pause that they don't have to think about the answer they're doing something else. They're doing something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. And it and then when they when you hear that three second pause, mm-hmm. your frustration starts to bubble yep. up and oh, yeah. I can't make enough cobblers to try to defuse that situation. So tell so. me about you've mentioned this cobbler now and I'm yes. hungry. So <laughs> it, it is piquing my interest. Yes. How did this come about and is this a uh, famous cobbler? Let me hang on a sec. Her small town. Now, Trinity's from Redneck, Michigan. Yes. Uh, my husband's from Ohio. Yeah, Michelle's town. I is. know. Bomb. I know, right? Oh, man. See yes. this coaster? Yes. That's how big her town was. Pretty much. Yeah. But so. how yeah. big was your high school graduating class? 140. Mine was 46. <laughs> Got her beat. Yep. Oh, I was number yeah. 40 out of 120. You were? No, out of a, no it was 129. Or was it? I can't remember. Anywho, I was I was in the top ten out of forty six, so I felt I pretty. Hope so. You are I good. Felt pretty special. <laughs> I, I had four hundred forty four in my graduating class. But the way class I tell that story is, I love yeah. when I tell people that I graduated in the top ten of my class, <laughs> but I don't tell them how many how people big, there yeah. were, and they're so impressed. Like, whoa, Absolutely. that is so amazing. And because in reality, yeah. how many people have asked? Probably One, a lot. Maybe two. Of it how many would, people it were in your up class? And, it came up a lot more in, um, oh, yeah, how many, did yeah. follow up without asking? No. None. Right. None of them. None of them. <laughs> they great. just think that it's like, wow, she's so smart. So you're surrounded <laughs> by country bumpkins over here. 
but they're uh, they're overachievers too. So we are I've had to step up my game. Yeah, we are overachievers. <laughs> but you were asking about the cobbler. So and Drago my, too. So my mom um, is a wonderful country cook, and she um, didn't teach me how to cook when I was growing up. I love you, Mama, but you didn't. And so I started learning how to cook on my own after I moved out into my apartment. You've got to you've got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You make some mistakes, you got to figure it out. Well, my mom always, I always say that my cobblers are better than my mama's because she likes her cobblers really juicy. I like more crust. Oh, I'm, I'm all about the crust. I love the crust. Yes. So the difference is, is that when the recipe tells you to pour the filling in and then the batter on top, mm-mm. you do it the opposite way. You pour the batter in and then you pour the filling on top and then it'll cover the filling, right? It rises. So when I do that, people, they love my cobblers because you typically have it the opposite way. Right. So all those crust lovers out there who love cobbler, love, I get clients from those cobblers. I've gotten free, um, free delivery for people. They're like, Oh, we got to charge you 60 bucks for delivery. And I'm like, Oh no, you don't. Let me ask you your biggest question today. Your most difficult question you need to answer is peach, blackberry, or cherry. And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you get that you get that mattress set over to my house tomorrow, and you don't charge me for it? I'll show up tomorrow afternoon, and, and you'll have a cobbler. Which one do you want? And they're like, oh, I want peach. That's fine. I've gotten free delivery. I've, got, I've gotten all kinds of stuff. That, that cobbler saved me a lot of money. I feel like I need to start baking something. Yeah. Not now, like I have time to just bake. Yeah. Well, the good news is for Trinity, her husband, her husband. Scott, he's into food yes, porn. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. He really is. She t- yeah, that's how she he, describes it. I'll come out into um, the garage when he's just chilling with the dogs, and he's on his phone, and he's watching YouTube videos about cooking. Oh, I yeah. love that. I watch Instagram on cooking. So there's this there's this um, group of sisters called sixsistersstuff.com which I recently found after I got my Instapot, sixsistersstuff.com. They have the best recipes, the best recipes. And especially right now, my kids are going to be 300 pounds by the time they get back to their classrooms because they have an Instapot mac and cheese that Mm. I make in the morning and then it stays in the Instapot all day and it's warm. So when they have lunch, which is at different times from each other, all they have to do is open open the top, Put some mac and cheese in. It's delish. So a couple questions here. Instapot or Crock-Pot Trinity, which which school are you? So I love my Crock-Pot better because it does not, I don't have to know any instructions to use it. You just put food in and you either do it mm-hmm. for eight high, low, or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. And you know how many hours to put it in there. The Instant Pot has me a little baffled. I've never actually I used it once, but Scott had to tutor me through it because it is you have all these settings and all these things that you have to do and things you have to prep and then the cleanup. Like so, eh. Michelle right here and the wizard in the other room love their Instapots. I love it. Yeah, so we could have a debate here. Try that sixsisterstuff.com and then that might change your mind. And also the Instapot top the lid mm-hmm. and the container that you put the food in. Yeah. I'll go in the dishwasher. Oh, okay. So that'll help. 
that will help. Now, as I'm doing show notes, I have to ask people which camp they're in. So the, are they in crust camp or how do I describe your mother's creamy camp? Oh, no, it's not creamy. Can I? Juicy. Juicy camp. Juicy Maybe camp. juicy. <laughs> That's awful. That sounds awful. See, and when I, when I post these websites, there's a box you have to check made for kids. I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, no. no. This, no is, this is not, not made for kids. We've got the juiciest cobbler and then the <laughs> crustiest and cobbler. And the crustiest cobbler. <laughs> But it's good. That'll be the headline. Crusty or juicy? Crusty or, oh, God. How do you like them? Today with Michelle Owens. Crusty or <laughs> <You're> juicy? juicy. <laughs> what? But that's the beauty of a podcast. You just don't know what side road you're going to take. You don't know. You took no. a left at Albuquerque. Yeah. No. Love that. Left at Albuquerque. Bugs Bunny, yep. Um, the, another question I was going to ask you is you and hubby, mm-hmm. first of all, your husband has been sent home till next May? Oh, God bless him. Right? July 5th of yeah. 2021. They've already been told, Trinity. Yeah. 2021. Working from and home. And so that day, that was the worst day of my life, I think, in 2020. Because he came up to me, and he was laughing. He was, hey, I Maybe. just got a, I just got an email from corporate, and I'm here till July 5th of 2021. And he's in my, what used to be my office, because I work from home. <laughs> And I had to move out of said office because it looks like NASA and there were so many screens. Yeah. And he literally projects his voice to India when he's talking to people in Bangalore. <laughs> oh, my God. I know like, the feeling. Like I'm like, you realize they don't need you to yell. Um, and so we took the kids to their socially distancing church group that night. It was a Wednesday night. We went to Chili's. We sat down. We ordered our drinks. And I looked at him and said, I can't do this anymore. And he went, oh, my God, what are you talking about? Because all these friends had split up. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I can't, I can't. I need my own office. And he said, oh, if that's all, we've got a guest room downstairs. Nobody's coming to visit. Let's move you down there. That was the best thing he could have said to me. And I have been so much more productive. I've been able to focus. I've been, you know, nobody's coming in and asking me for anything. That's that's my zone. You have to have a dedicated office space. Right. So the kids can't come to to you on their way to the kitchen. Oh, there's science. So here's a cool trick for anybody out there who's trying to work at home with some munchkins at home. Red light, green light. Mm -hmm. Remember that game? Yep. Two pieces of construction paper, back to back. One's red, one's green. You put it in the sheet protector and a command strip on your door. If that thing shows red, that means you don't come in. Mama's on a call. Yeah. Unless you're bleeding out. If you see bone. Right. Yeah, but dad's <laughs> in the other bone, room. He will pass out. Uh-huh. He's got a really weak stomach. But he doesn't have as far to fall because he's shorter than you, so it'd be easier. <laughs> well, that's true. That is true. <laughs> I hope he listens to this. Oh, he will be. And Good. I do love you, Greg. Um, but <laughs> How tall are you? I'm 5'8". He's 5'7". Oh, so when you wear heels, you're like... Oh, there's like, no heels in my life. There's yeah. not? I, when no. I was a realtor, I wore them because I'd, I'd wear them when I went to closings right. and stuff. But <laughs> it's flats for me, baby. Flats and flip-flops. Because I have a complex about towering over him. And especially now that he's lost 42 pounds during this COVID mess. I mean, come on. I'm like, dude, you need calories. Let me fix you a cobbler. He's like, but then I gotta, I gotta walk really fast to burn off three hundred calories. I can, I, uh, I don't think that I could have married someone who was shorter than me. 
or I didn't the exact same height. But I will tell you. But I married somebody that's way shorter than what my criteria. initial criteria was. But I'll tell you, I wouldn't trade that man for anything because he has, we have gone through so much together in our 18 years of marriage. That's it? 18. Oh, those are the easy years. 18. Get to 34. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're, we're on our way. We're on our Please. way. Please. But we just make each other one. laugh. <laughs> one. One. one year? Yeah, not oh, yeah. even. One September twenty seventh. Yeah. yeah. One year. One year? Yep. And it's my first marriage. So <laughs> this is I mean, my this is my first marriage. My yeah. only first, one, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. My first and only. But um, but no, I love that man. He is so sweet. And um, here comes the makeup. Yeah. No, I I told him before. So here's the thing: we both got laid off from Erickson, and he he was like thirty something when I met him. And he didn't. What was he going to spend his money on? And so he said he loves cars. He's like, I really want a Ferrari. And I was like, well, go get it before we get married. And so he did. And we had that thing for seventeen years. And so we just parted ways with it about um, a year ago. Did you so, ever drive it? I did. Nice. It was the it was a 1984 308, like the Magnum PI car. Ooh. So, yeah. And there's that only one episode. Nights. It would be fun for date oh, nights. Yeah. But everybody stares at you, and then they want to race you, and I'm like, bunch of idiots. Yeah. It's, it's a, a Ferrari. It's a guy thing. It's yeah. a Ferrari. But there's only one episode in Magnum PI with Tom Selleck, not the remake. But one episode in Magnum PI where the target top was on because he was too tall. Mm. He was too tall. But my husband could drive that car like nobody's business because it fit him because it's mm -hmm. made for European people. Not me. I had to fold up like I was getting in a tin can because my height is from my waist down. Oh, see, I have s stubby legs. Stubby legs? Yeah, my legs I are I wouldn't short. say it that way. Well, your upper body's longer than your leg. That's fine. It, you're, you, people are usually one or the other. Longer legs. Yeah, right. Longer you have torso. A long, yeah, that, no, you don't I have, have a, stubby I legs. I have a longer torso. Yeah. yeah. You don't have stubby legs. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. But my 13-year-old, our 13-year-old is as tall as I am, so Jeez. she's going to tower over her dad. New title for this episode, Stubby, Stubby legs. legs, yes or no, fur or again. <laughs> I know where my strengths and weaknesses are sometimes. Yeah. It's not, well, I have nice legs. They're just mm -hmm. stubby. <laughs> it's all good. I love making Mike blush. As long, cause I well, can't. we can make him blush because in the dark it doesn't matter. Ooh. Very true. In the dark, it doesn't matter. But, I mean, light, it kind of could. Kind of like a light, you know, yeah. but I'm just saying. <laughs> you could, you know, you can still feel stubs. Only if you're not paying attention. I mean, That's you got you to gotta, you gotta focus. At that point, it doesn't matter. That's never bothered me. No. Never bothered me. Stubby legs? No. No. My husband says the same thing. He's like, I could care less. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. I mean... It my bothers biggest, you more than it bothers yeah. us. My biggest piece of advice for people who are dating and have not yet found their person is throw out the checklist and the boxes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because I wound up marrying someone who is so outside of my box and my type, and he is the perfect human for me. Absolutely. For the next show, when we have the spouses, ask Becky what was at the top of her list for in what she was looking for in a guy. Just, I will. I'm not even going to say anything. Just ask okay. for that. Yeah. Greg and I had, um, I had just come out of a really bad relationship when he and I met. And um, 
So I've only dated two guys in my life. I was engaged to both, not at the same time, and I married the second one. So Greg, he read like all these self-help books, like men are from Mars, women are from Venus and stuff. And he sat me down when we first started dating. He said, write down your five must-haves in a relationship. And I'm going to write down mine. And every year on our anniversary, we go through and make sure, it's like we're calibrating to make sure we know what the other person's top five things are that we need in our relationship. And mine have always been the same. Have his changed? I think his changed because mine changed a little bit because mine was like, you know, at the very top of the list is honesty. I mean, I have, there has to be honesty there. I don't care if it's something that's going to hurt. Just be honest with me, but honesty, humor, spontaneity, open communication. Um, I can't think of the fifth one right now, but when we start talking about that, like his, I think on his now is also spontaneity. So I'll come home from picking up the kids and I open up the garage door. My mom's car's in there. Like, what is she doing here? She lives in Virginia, three hours away. I walk in and he goes, I'm taking you away for the weekend and your mom's here with the kids. Go pack a bag and you don't know where exactly. we're going. Oh, yes. that's you amazing. Need that. You've got to have that. You've got to you, keep you it You want to wake up and the other one made your breakfast. Yes. On a Saturday or Sunday, doesn't matter, but just those yes. little things. Yes. Now I just need him to come bring me my thyroid pill at 6.30 in the morning. It's or not about Or don't breakfast. wake you up at 6.30 in the morning. Oh, I need it for my thyroid. To get up? Yeah. Well, okay. no, because I have my yeah. thyroid removed. Okay. So, yeah, I need that pill or... You know. Did that make you taller than him, or was were you taller I, than him? I wish you could. I wish when they took that, it shrunk me about two inches. We would have so been, you could wear heels. <laughs> yes, so I could wear heels. <laughs> but unfortunately, a gland doesn't control your height. Well, this has been a lot of fun. And Absolutely. We kind of got off track talking about business, but whatever. It's episode number ninety nine. Yeah. So. Um, I feel like it's totally okay. Yep. A couple of tips. Yeah. This is going to come out on September 15th. Okay. So next Tuesday. A couple of tips for the fourth quarter. 2020 has been a shit show. We know that. Yes. January 1, we all had plans. Like, this is going to be our year. Best year ever. Yeah, exactly. And we know what it's turned into. So let's talk a a couple of tips from you on how to salvage 2020, looking at the fourth quarter to make it a little bit more productive. Ooh, um, well, that's a big question. Um, I would say a couple of tips that I would give any business owner, regardless of size, is don't discount the importance of engaging your clients or engaging your inquiries. If you don't have the manpower or the interest to do that, find somebody who can. Find somebody who can. If you are not able to get to those back burner items like posting on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, hire somebody who can outsource it because you have to keep your name out there in front of people. And it takes, you know, 30 to 60 days to build that pipeline. So why would you wait till the first quarter of 2021, which who knows what that's going to be like? (laughs) Why would you wait to start pulling the trigger on something that's going to be at the forefront of your business? Go ahead and get that done now. Some of the things I love about Greater is that's a new service that we offer. For $159 a month, we will post Monday, Wednesday, and Friday 
on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Relevant content for your industry mm-hmm. on your business sites for all four of those platforms. So at a very minimum, you're keeping your name out there in front of people. It's pretty you, you can't afford not to do that. Yeah. You know, yep. and if you can't cold call or you have no interest in doing that or you have no interest in appointment setting or you're an insurance agency that just needs somebody to be a virtual receptionist, give me a call. I'm happy to go over what those those packages look like. But for everybody out there, regardless of what industry, don't take for granted that you need to start now because that's going to pay off in dividends. Well, and it it also goes back to the power of keeping in touch and touching your past clients mm-hmm. and people that are in your pipeline. Because I have a listing appointment this afternoon, and it's somebody that I met two years ago at an open house. And they reached out to me because I added them on Facebook. I send them mailers. I've kept in contact with them. And now they asked me to come list their property. Mm-hmm. And I would have never had that if I hadn't put them in my database and followed up with them. All those touch points are so important. And even we have a real, not a realtor, a um, mortgage lender who said, I want to get back in front of everyone that I sold mortgages to over the last three years. Let's do a mortgage review and have them come um, schedule a 30 minute session with me, Michelle, for me to meet them and just go over their, their mortgage to see if we can save them some money by doing a refi. She's so busy doing purchases right now because of the current market. Mm-hmm. But why not do that? And so that's just supplementing supplementing that business. And it's keeping her name in front of them. So that's what we're doing. It that's makes awesome. perfect sense. Yeah. But that's, and you get a cobbler. I mean, come yeah. on. But eat cobbler and partner with the right people. Yeah. That's, those are my tips. <laughs> and you can rap for them too when they're really I having can. a down I can. Fresh day, Prince yeah. of Bel-Air, baby. Yeah. She trotted that out earlier, so we'll yeah. do that on another Draco show. Draco was highly impressed. Draco liked it, yeah. Excellent. We'll have I'm, to have you back to I'm do I'm a big uh, fan of rapping. She very, yeah, she'll, she'll rap her 30-second in, because mm-hmm. Michelle's in... Uh, B&I. Yes. I've uh, never heard your rap. Mandy and Jack's chapter, Ooh. yeah. She, I have a couple of them. She does. Mm-hmm. And she's triggered like three or four other people in our group to go, okay, you gotta I see up you the game. rap. Got to yeah. up the game. Yeah. You're made for a rap 30-second. Come on. Oh, I got to... I got to... Yeah. Well, put, give I'll it to the sound it. of Fresh Prince, and you could be the cobbler yeah. queen or the fresh oh. cobbler or some, you know. Oh, yeah, you could. It's kind of hard to work in, um, you know, virtual assistants and and cold calling galore kind of stuff. I'll I, work I, on I, it. I'll work calling. on it. I'll help you. Yeah. I'll work on it. Because yeah. if I can make raps about real estate oh, yeah. that to the sound of Vanilla Ice, <gasps> you can. Oh, yeah. I love Vanilla uh-huh. Ice, too. There you go. I yep. love it. Yeah. And then my call, other one is, yeah, <laughs> it's sold. It's sold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, so greater, G-R-A-Y-T-E-R business.com. Yes, sir. For the company. What's the best way if they wanted to find you? LinkedIn? LinkedIn would be great. Okay. That's a great way to, to reach out to me. If you go to if you go to greaterbusiness.com on our homepage, scroll all the way down to the bottom. My Cal only link is there. Mm-hmm. And so you can always schedule a free 45 minute strategy session. You don't have to, you don't have to agree to anything. We're just sitting down and talking about what your pain points are. Beautiful. And it's Michelle with two L's. Yes. yes. The natural way. That's. I right? mean, there are people that? that spell it oh, with only yeah. one. And I y. find that yeah. very bizarre, but. Yeah. 
But that's okay. With two L's. Well, you get double L's with me. Yeah. You get twice so, the fun, twice, twice the cobbler. Twice the fun, right? twice the cobbler. And you if just you put wanna, two L's in cobbler because you did, have two L's cobbler. in cobbler. Give us a shout out. <laughs> And help us celebrate episode number 99. You can find us info at wiredtochange.com. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and the Instagram. And go to wiredtochange.com on September 24th. We are launching our six-week mastermind group focusing on sales and marketing. 150 bucks for all this knowledge and the people you'll meet there. So go to our website. It is all virtual. So and wherever that is you are. Capped. We do have mm-hmm. um, quite a few people signing up and that yep. session is capped at I think 16. 12. Oh, 12? Yep, 12. Okay, 12. Yep. So um, sign up now or miss your spot. There you go. But we can help you. It's 150 bucks. You'll get what we know. Uh, we will help you and you're going to meet other people that could be referral partners, clients, friends. Who knows? I love mastermind groups. So Me too. We've enjoyed it very much. We'll get to the wrapping next time. But the yes. cobbler and the cold calling you leave behind, you got to be memorable. Cobblers and hats. Sweet tea and peach cobbler. Yeah. I like that. Anyways, Michelle Owens with uh, Greater Business Solutions, greaterbusiness.com. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. And we've had a lot of fun, and we'll see you next time on our Wire to Change podcast.